Good afternoon, everyone. This is Gloria TP5 on Resurrected for a Reason. Today, I decided that I'm going to start with accepting Christ in our lives. Now, for those who do not know who Christ is, Christ is the Son of God. He's the Son of Mary. He performs miracles like you wouldn't believe. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. He guides you when you're lost. He'll carry you when you're weak. He is there for you from the beginning until the end of whatever you're going through. Jesus is, wow, all I can say is Jesus has brought me through more than I can ever imagine. Jesus can save your life. Jesus can bring a light upon you that no one else or nothing else can. And today I'm going to start with what I promised, a series about following Jesus. So, the first thing that popped into my head was, what would people want to know about Jesus? So, I decided that I'm going to talk about accepting Christ into our lives. How do you do that? How do you connect with Jesus? How do you connect with God? Um... Some of us struggle with religion and spirituality. Some live in homes where no one gets up to go to church. Some may live in families where they don't believe in Christ, but feel that they want to be a Christian. When you accept Christ into your life, it means that Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, and he was buried and rose from the dead. You can look at John 3 verse 16 and it will explain that as well you follow and you understand and put into action what you need to read and and do as a christian and you must get baptized that's number one you have to accept christ into your life you have to believe that jesus died on the cross for our sins and in that process you get baptized It's a symbol and action of your commitment to God. You will receive his gift of God when Jesus returns. We are encouraged to read and understand the Bible. When you connect with Christ, you ask him into your life. Many people say, hold on, so if he's with us already, why do I need to ask him into my life? God will not force anything on you. You have to ask it. Ask for it. He will not do that. You know how I know? Because I didn't get baptized until 2014. I thought when I got baptized in grade 2, that was it. I'm baptized. I'm good, right? Then I went to Howard University and I went to a church and they, they really cradled me and did some real work on me let me tell you 
And the pastor approached me and said, have you been baptized? I'm like, yeah, in grade two. And he's like, have you been baptized as an adult? And I said, no, what's the difference? And he said, when you're a child, your parents speak for you or your caregiver speaks for you. When you're older and you're an adult, as an adult, you have made your own decision to go and get baptized and be closer to Christ. So being baptized washes away your sins. And it's like your slate is wiped clean and you can start all over again and you're renewed. And once you get there, so you ask, you pray for Jesus to enter into your life. He's already there. He's just waiting for you to connect with him. Then you get baptized. Then you start doing Bible study and you start reading the word and understanding the word. And for those who have difficulty understanding the Bible, including me, I join Bible studies. I have three different Bible studies that I go to, actually. Right now, I used to go to them. They're on Zoom now, so I attend on the computer. <laughs> virtual, virtual Bible study. And um, it really does help. Because sometimes I'll read something and I'll read it and I'll read it and I still don't understand it. But when you have someone there with you to explain what you are reading, it really encourages you to go further into the Bible. And really, there is no rush to learn the whole Bible at one time. There is no way you can read the whole Bible in one day and take it in. So start with a few verses then if you can, read a chapter every other day or maybe just take a half an hour um, up to an hour. It depends on how long your atten attention span is for you to understand and actually take it in. So, as I said, you pray to the Lord, you get baptized, you start reading the Bible and understanding the Bible. And then you share his word with others. Now, if you turn to Hebrews 13, verse 16, it says, But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. So, God wants you to share the word. He wants you to help people understand the Bible, the word, his actions, his miracles, his do's and don'ts, his world of peace. Next, we'll go to follow the commandments and all that Christ said to do and not to do. Now, some people will go straight and turn to where the commandments are and think that's it. There's more to the do's and don'ts than just the Ten Commandments. And now people will say, okay, so how do I detect that in the Bible? When he says, thou shall not, and this will be, there's, he's saying, okay, do not do this because this will happen. There is an action and a reaction, an action and a result to what you're doing. So when you read it, 
Read in between the lines and you will find more things that are not necessarily in the Ten Commandments, but it is a commandment of the Lord. And when you are studying these commandments, if you don't understand something, do never, to never hesitate to ask. You have to ask because if you're sitting there wondering, am I doing this right? Am I with this person because of this? Am I doing that for personal gain? Am I praying for that because I want it or because I need it? Things like that. And sometimes when you're hanging out with the wrong crowd or you're thinking a wrong way, say, for example, temptation, clearly that's bad. Um, Holding grudges, that's bad. Judging people, that's bad. But a lot of us, a lot of us find it hard to resist some temptation sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to not hold a grudge. Sometimes it's it's really hard. But when you feel those negative thoughts, you call on God. You pray to him to release that from you. Because uh, honestly, nothing but good is God. Anything that's evil or negative or unsure or eerie feelings about it, that's the devil trying to mess with you. Okay. When you join a Bible study class, it helps you to understand the Bible. Like before, like I said, it helps you to understand the Bible on a deeper level. People sometimes ask questions that you wouldn't think of during Bible study. And repetition, that's how I learn. I don't know what about all everyone who's listening, but for me, I need repetition. I need it to be drilled into me. And it becomes part of my day, you know. In the past, when I read Bible study, it was once a week. I started out doing it once a week. And then... On my own, I would read other things. And then I would bring it to Bible study and say, though you asked us to read this, it is definitely part of what he said, you know? So really, people see it as connected. People see it as connected when you bring other things. Like say, for example, we're reading about the Ten Commandments, but somewhere in the Bible, you found a few verses that connect with that. Go ahead and share it with the Bible study group. Go ahead and share it with them because I'm pretty sure that they would appreciate it. And it definitely gives you encouragement. Now, praying. We connect with God and Jesus by praying. When you pray, you need to find a quiet spot. Quiet spot, sometimes it's really hard to find. But if you ask God to bring you to a quiet spot, he will show it to you. I don't care how busy and how crowded your house is. There is a spot somewhere in your house, somewhere at your job, somewhere at your apartment. Maybe you have to go outside to pray. There's nothing wrong with that. 
And then you pray and you thank God for your blessings. That's how you begin. You thank God for your blessings. You say a daily prayer. And you can get a true connection with God when you're in silence. You meditate. Even if you have to sit there for five minutes and close your eyes and just feel the presence of God. And some people can jump right into it, but some people can't, which is just fine. You just have to find the spirit and feel the spirit and ask God's spirit to be surrounding you. Um, you shouldn't place a limit on what you pray for or how long you pray for it. Because I find that when people say, oh, I'm going to pray for half an hour and it ends up being 10 minutes. You feel like, oh my gosh, I failed the Lord. No, you didn't. That's why you don't put limits on what you pray for and how long you pray for. You pray for how as long as the Spirit moves you to pray. And when you pray, you should pray for the sick, the needy, the poor. Um, thank God for your blessings. That's the first thing I do. Thank God for all your blessings. And you feel if you feel a blockage of something in your life, Ask the Lord to provide it for you. Because um, if you ask, you shall receive. Um, and some people have a hard time making time for prayer. Before you leave your bed in the morning. And when you go to bed at night. I feel that's the perfect time to pray. And at this time with COVID-19, a lot of us do not have jobs. So we have time to go through the Bible. We have time to pray. We have time to look at sermons, ser sermons and even listen to sermons on Spotify. There's a lot of different sermons on Spotify. If you aren't able to watch the video or have, or have a laptop, you can do audio. You can go on the radio as well. And some churches are actually open now. Some churches have limited attendance but there are ways to get the word right now there are definitely more ways than before and number six i've been told that fasting reveals your true spiritual condition and a transformed life so if there's anything that's unbalanced in your life or blocked the fasting will help you do that and sometimes people cannot fast with food because they have medical reasons why they have to eat every certain amount of hours like people who are diabetic or epileptic or people who have to take medication um it's not limited to that but yes fasting can be any kind of say for example social media say for example okay there are seven days of the week say Five days out of the week or four days out of the week, you're not using social media. You're using it to, 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 to spend more time with the Lord. Or it could be, say, for example, um, you're not going to listen to a certain type of music um, for a certain amount of time. But honestly, if there's any music out there that's giving a negative message, you really shouldn't be listening to it. Um, some people are... You're affected by what you listen to. You can take it any way you want. But I know from personal experience 
um, when I was hanging out um, in the lounge at Howard University, I finished studying. So I decided, okay, I'm going to watch some comic view. I need something to laugh at. So I just let it play. And then there's this guy, this guy called Cat Williams. He's an amazing person. He speaks a lot of truth about a lot of things. But he cusses like water. Literally. Like, he cusses a lot. And for weeks, I started watching him. And then my mom calls me. And then I answer the phone. Clearly, I answer the phone. And then she's like, I put, I thought I put her on hold and I got mad about something, not what she did or what I did, what someone else did. And I said some words I shouldn't have. And she said, are you watching him again? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, ever since you started watching him, you, your language, no, not acceptable. I'm like, yeah, well, mom, yeah, well, mom, no, uh, uh-uh. uh not acceptable there's no you can have your cake and eat it too that's another thing with christianity you cannot have your cake and eat it too being christian is a struggle just like it's this a struggle to be muslim and hindu and whatever you decide to be because you decide to be what you want to be and I find that a lot of people think that Christians don't go through anything. No, we do go through a whole lot. But we are protected by Christ. We are protected by God and Jesus' blood and his forgiveness and his grace and his mercy and his love. I cannot speak on the other religions because I don't know much about any of them honestly i have friends that are in different religions and sometimes it's hard to speak to them about what i believe versus what they believe but i know this i've had a few near to death experiences and god saved me he woke me up out of my sleep and for those who do not know i'm epileptic So God woke me up out of my sleep and I did have a dream about God a few times where he saved me. That's how I know there is a God. Because you can't fake anything in your sleep. Things happen to your body while you're sleeping. And God clearly woke me up out of it. So with fasting, it reveals your true spiritual condition and a transformed life it balances your energy it should be part of your life doesn't necessarily be food like i said if you have a medical issue or a medical problem maybe fasting food wouldn't be the right decision but you there are so many other things that you can fast with um it gives you spiritual discipline um things that are not supposed to be in your life like bitterness and anger and frustration and fear and jealousy and the list goes on and on they tend to come out while you're fasting because some people say oh it's because you're hungry or it's because you're tired or because you're weak no it's because 
There is a spiritual imbalance there and God is detecting it and he wants you to work on it with him. And God's interest in helping us is in the growth. It's in the growth. And then what things truly matter in life. Now you need to figure out what things truly matter in life. What are the things in your life that really matters? And when you're fasting, it reveals that. So if you're dealing with bitterness, anger, fear, jealousy, disappointment, all of that, it will come out in your fasting. It will definitely come out in your fasting. Now, we have three more ways to connect with Christ and God. Confession. When you're praying, you must confess your sins to the Lord. You must repent all of your sins. All of your sins. Not some all of your sins because God sees everything he sees everything he sees me right now talking on the podcast to you and honestly I'm not a preacher I have never studied religion on a high level but I know this the things that I've taught I'm teaching now I've experienced it myself in my 30-some years of experience and dealing with what I've been dealing with and still am dealing with right now. I have lost a lot of friends and family over the last two, three years. I'm epileptic. I have other conditions. I can give you a long list of what I've been through. And for me to have two near-death experiences, believe me, I know there's a God. And I know I said it before, but I know there is a God. Because God woke me up out of that. The accident was I fell down some metal stairs. And I got knocked out. After having a seizure in my room. My friends saw me. They brought me to the front desk. And they brought me to the hospital. If I stayed there, I would have bled to death. And then there was another dream that I had about God showing me the way. I've had quite a few dreams like that. My mom says it runs in the family on our side with grandma. And I've asked God to show me the good and the bad through my dreams. And that's what he gave me. All right. So when you confess, you confess everything. And it's okay to be ashamed and feel like, oh, I'm doing wrong. That's how you're supposed to feel because you know what you did is wrong. But you ask God for forgiveness, whatever that may be. Okay, so you must have faith if you want to connect with Christ. You must have faith in your prayers, your Lord, your Bible. You must have faith more when things are going wrong as well. Some people just lose the faith when bad things happen and it's easy to just give up and say oh why bother I don't want to deal with this I don't want to deal with nobody leave me alone just I want to be in my bed and alone and let me just hold my teddy bear and cry no you have to have faith as small as a mustard seed maybe that's how small it is It can grow when you read the word, when you pray, when you 
have friends around you, family and friends who are committed to God, friends and family who understand the word, who can encourage you when things are down. And last but not least, share your testimonies. When you have something or seen a miracle and you know God had something to do with it, you need to share it. I've had so many different testimonies and I will share them with you. I've had so many testimonies where I have hit rock bottom and I felt like there was no way up and God showed me the way. And it's usually through one of my friends or family members. And it's usually through someone you wouldn't suspect or even think would show you the way. God uses people to get to you, to make you understand how great God is, how great Jesus is. And Jesus is our friend. Jesus is our best friend. God is our father. So for those who feel like, oh, my father is a deadbeat dad and he never around and all that or whatever, all that negativity, guess what? God is your father. So don't worry about what he be doing. Same thing with those people who do have great fathers. Share the word with your father. Sit there and read with him so he can see what God has for him as well. So I want to close with a prayer. And I want to pray for my listeners. Dear Lord, we come to you today to pray for those who are connected with Christ. We pray for those who want to be connected with Christ and know more about Jesus and his miracles and God's miracles. Lord, we pray that for those who are listening who want to be Christian, to take the first step and ask for Jesus and God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to enter into their lives and show them a better life. Lord, we pray that people pray more and confess to God all of their sins and know that whatever they've done, it is wiped clean. Once they are baptized, the Lord has entered into their soul like never before. Lord, we pray that everyone has faith in everything that they do and know that you are the way, not the world, that you control everything. Lord, we pray that people share their testimonies and share their love for Christ and know that no matter where you are in your life, you can always be connected with Christ. And Lord, we pray that people are encouraged to read their Bibles, to understand the word and put into action what you have asked us to do. And Lord, we pray that we continue to go to do good and to do your will lord i pray that people who are listening will continue to listen to my series of following jesus and i pray that i reach someone and change and bless their life change their life for the better if it isn't where they want it to be and bless them with my series following Jesus. Thank you for listening to my new series, 
following Jesus. If you are listening, send me a message that you are listening. You can reach me on anchor.fm. You can get me on Resurrected for a Reason on Instagram. You can also get me on Twitter, Resurrected for a Reason. And you can follow me on Spotify, Breaker, Radio Public, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. And I pray that this message reaches someone. And if you feel that you need to have a prayer request, you can also call in with your prayer requests. And I will definitely keep your prayer request private. Thank you for listening to Resurrected for a Reason with my first episode on my Sunday series, Following Jesus.